Hi. How are you? Must have begun now, by the way. Hi, <laughs> Sir I'm so, happy to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm happy to have you in, in my podcast. So, like, I was starting with the question. Here, little just like the podcast camel. So, okay. Did parkour tag from A to Z? Like, tell me your story. Okay, I'm in the middle. Um, it's a long story, I guess. Yeah, long bizarre because this demil does. Officially, officially, if demil does, I started being interested in content for demil ones. Yeah. Like uh, in 2009-2011, I used to make videos for myself. So I didn't even know YouTube existed at mm -hmm. that point. I'll just make random videos of my mother's phone. I can phone and I make like random videos that I fill her entire memory. <laughs> and that she deletes everything. I got my first laptop and I started discovering the internet. Mm -hmm. And I made my first channel for Safety Ademildoz. It's not my main channel, by the way, even though my main channel had it have October Demildoz. But it wasn't the first one. The first one I made it in July. Okay. I made it in July and I made sort of like a show using a webcam. I didn't even use editing software. I did not edit my videos. Like I record and then I post on YouTube. I actually made the channel mm -hmm. and the show, the show can we smoke uh, because me and two my two of my friends uh and we make random videos with the webcam. And I thought, why not post it? online so i made the youtube channel and before i made anything else i made a website for it that was the first and the last time i ever made a website okay it's weird i i can't even make a website duke and i don't, don't know how i made a website back then let me just like, forgot, uh, like to do a website or to create a website i don't remember i think yes okay i remember smosh it used to be a YouTube channel I used to watch a lot. Had a walk like being Demil Dus or Demil Kans. It was Smosh. It was the biggest channel at the Kluwacht. And every time they post a video, they they link their website on on their YouTube. So I thought, yeah, why why not make a website for my show as well? So I made a website for it. And nobody visited the website. And even the videos used to get like around, I don't know, 40, 50 views, I think, yeah, from high school. And then I did the, the channel and the website with it uh, like two months later. I did not delete the channel. I think I deleted the videos. And I don't remember the email, the password to the channel. And then in October, I made my main channel, Liduka, I used to post videos. I posted Feha random very short videos they had that work they didn't work but i think they would have worked Duka, because i used to do special effects so i download the software i try some special effects and i post like video if you had 20 seconds of me transforming and me doing something weird and it was still with the webcam i had another friend at the Kluwacht. we used to we had like i think like a character, like a wolf character and the skeleton character. And then I deleted all the videos. I didn't post again until January, 
a comedy skit from 2014 that got like 14,000 views and I've never seen any video of mine get getting over 2,000 views after that. So I'm grateful for making reaction videos, but I had to stop it because people were like, yeah, you do reaction videos and that's it. Nothing yeah. else. Got it. Durka, at had last reaction about music or like something like that from other fields, a popular bzef. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, people like what they like. I just didn't want to be associated with that. But mm -hmm. when I make actual content I'm passionate about, like I said, reaction videos were random. Uh, one time I was sitting, I was like, I'm going to try a reaction video because they were popping off 2017, the start of 2017, Algerians were discovering reaction videos. I was like, huh, this is working for a lot of people uh, that I don't know. So... And that, that just started. So maybe I'll just try it. And actually, I don't think anybody knows this beside my friends. Like, you know, all of my reaction videos are genuine. I never fake reaction videos. Which ever. is, like which if, is this, if this? It's a reaction video. I just watch it yeah. for the first time. And that's my reaction. Yeah. Except for the first reaction video I ever made. The first one was fake because I was just trying the content. Yeah, yeah. I don't think if anybody knows that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, yeah. So about creation content, um, tell me, what are the steps you take to like create content? Because generally, you say like I write the script, then I prepare how I can do like to make like a good video. It depends on the video and on my mood actually, because I'm chaotic. For example, the latest video I posted on my main channel. It took me a while to to actually prepare and make because I had to prepare, do research, write the script on paper, and then record the audio, get all the clips I need, edit. And then the video before that, I just turned on the camera and started recording the video. And other videos, I, I don't even decide what I make until the last second. Other videos, they take me months to make because it's a whole script and stuff other videos i just improvise it really depends i'm too chaotic i think that's my problem i vary a lot of content and i'm too chaotic that's why it's i'm like all over the place but it's fine i'm having fun so yeah let's get it you depends on the video yeah let's get you popular as much as other people i don't no, I'm not sure. Maybe, probably. People that watch you, if they want something like to see, that's true. So on the other on the other hand, the quality of the quality of the community I have, Duka, they are people who want to see me. And that's yeah. what I wanted. So I don't mind if I don't get like a huge amount of views fast. Because the people who watch me now, they watch me. Mm. They don't watch the me because I do certain videos. For example, if we take a creator who specifies in one field, and it happens only, it happens mostly here, but because I, I don't know, people don't know how to watch content. I'm not sure. I mean, if you take anybody who like has one specific type of content, if they try to make another video, his content, like trying new things. Nobody will watch that. Yeah. Because people don't want to watch that. They want to watch what they're used to watch in his channel. With me, they want to watch my take on things. So they want to watch me. 
Yeah. That's good. I like that. That that was my goal. بالك باسكو لايك الفيديو تاعك كامل الحاجه المشتركه ما بيناتهم هو انك انت لايك شغل they discover you ما ماشي كيسيون تاع لايك they watch برك الفيديو and having fun. I guess yeah هذيك especially on my second channel my second channel I think everybody is just somebody who want to watch videos that I make not like specific things because that's the channel I vary the most فيها like I do a movie review today tomorrow I do a button video the day after it's comedy the day after it's a serious issue it's all over the place I don't even edit my videos I just do cuts like I cut out the the silences and stuff on the second channel I'm like that's me if you want to watch me genuinely me that's the second channel yeah uh, It used to be at some point in the main channel. Then I decided, I'm just going to leave the main channel for like content that I write and mm-hmm. prepare. Mm-hmm. And it's working so far. So that's nice. Yeah. I think my other big issue is that I have a lot of platforms. Mm-hmm. I have like four channels and two other channels that I'm not currently working on, but they're mine. So that makes six YouTube channels. And three TikTok accounts. Like Instagram is the only platform that I have just one account, like an active account there, which is a problem. I know, but I don't know. Well, I'm happy to, for example, like take them and go to one channel and say this is my word. Muhlas. Oh no! It used to be the main channel, but it was killing the channel because it was too much there. So I left that for content, serious content that I write. Then the second channel is casual me. And then I made another channel to do gaming stuff because I realized not everybody want to watch me play video games, only a portion of people. And those people want to watch me play video games. I'm going to provide that in a third channel. And then to not completely forget about and neglect my music audience, I have a fourth music channel. Because I haven't given them content in like years, and I've started doing that recently, and it's also working, which is nice but also weird. It's it gets overwhelming sometimes. I have four channels where I'm active, and I do everything by myself. So I film the videos myself, and I edit the videos myself, and I edit the thumbnails myself, and I yeah. upload them myself. So that's a little too much, and then I have the. TikToks and the Instagram to post content in it gets a little crazy sometimes. That's why sometimes I, I just disappear for a while. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that because me too. Uh, like uh, the podcast and any English will alienate. Or like my musician too. So I have like two channels like to growth and uh, like it's so hard. Yeah, so you you can imagine doing that. Yeah, I can imagine daily. I, yeah, four channels. <laughs> It's fun though. I love it. I I'm not complaining. I I love doing that. So yeah, it's so good. By the way, I like the way that said, you said. Um, no, I don't edit much my video. That's uh, me. So I don't like fake it. So do you think that kidil edits like uh, professional? you're not you. Not that. So the second channel, I post via content. Very random content, like whatever I want to post. If I want to 
talk about something, anything I do, I do it there. And I don't need to edit videos there and make them look fancy and stuff for new audience because I know people who are going to watch that is people who have time for me. Yeah. Like people who are interested in knowing like details about me and stuff. So I don't think they mind if I don't edit my videos much. Actually, I think that's what they prefer in watching my videos. On the main channel in videos where people are going to be interested and are going to watch me for the first time, I have to make things fancy and stuff because I got to provide quality content in serious videos because people who don't know me are going to watch that and be like this is bad i don't want to yeah. provide bad content yeah. i've been doing this for 11 years the least i can do is provide quality content in my main channel at least and my idea and thought dumps i do them on the second channel and everybody wins i guess yeah so creation content so you try to do your best with here yeah and everybody around me says that's that's a, a problem. I do everything. Surely. Yeah, it's problem but types it's... of videos. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Every aspect. But but maybe me him because you're having fun to doing that. So yeah, no, when I say people around me, I mean my manager, the yeah. people I create content with, the people who care about me, like they say, this is preventing you from progress. I think it's true, but we'll see. I'm trying new stuff and new strategies now at the me, moment. So I can see we'll something see. because me when I like uh, I saw your video, like the content creator as sort of Middle East and the university tag. They know that So it's not like a big problem. Yes, yes, that's true. Oh, had Tibshi in the Middle East, will basically anywhere outside yeah. of Algeria yeah. except Zayed. Zayed, it's a problem if you you can dvari content tag unless you do very very random and like no content, the content that is no content, and call yourself um, influent like. Underline call yourself an influencer and do type of content Lee has no content. Then yeah, you can have variety in that. People will watch that. Mostly kids. Yeah. But that has success. But me personally, I can't do that for several reasons. Yeah. The main one being I will not enjoy doing that. And if I don't enjoy my work, I, I'm not going to do it. Mm. I've never posted something or recorded something or done something that I didn't enjoy doing. Yeah. If I feel like this is not good for me, like I'm not enjoying it, I, I scrap it. I don't do it. I don't post it. I don't promote it. That's just me. I'm not saying that people who do that are bad or wrong. I can't be the judge of that. It's working for them. Congratulations. That's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So... Uh, about creation content, uh, what's the process of creation content? 
writer's block, lack of motivation and lack of inspiration. Sometimes no matter what I do, I can't come up with something. Yeah. And that's the most difficult part. I'm not going to say it's the recording process. Sometimes we don't have resources. No, because when I look back at my oldest videos with nothing, I used to create things that I probably am too lazy to create now. And I didn't have anything back then. So it's not that. It's just when my mind gets blocked. And it happens to me a lot when I'm writing stuff, especially. Not much in content creation. That's good. But it happens sometimes. And that's that's the most difficult part about creating the content when you don't have content to create. Yeah, you don't have like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So your life with no content. Sometimes you don't upload. Sometimes... You don't know what to write or you have a topic, a subject, a title, but you don't know how to write it. It happens. So. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah. I know. So about like the ideas, as could you home in like YouTube or all the video that idea tag? It depends on the video again. Sometimes came out the button series. I stole that from Cody Co. I liked yeah his videos about it then i decided why not make my own videos about it no i i always say when i take something from somebody i say the first video of the button i was like i watched cody cody co do this so i'm gonna do this he probably watched somebody else do that and he did that i don't know other times it's completely original ideas original content like uh, the short movies I make or the video essays I sometimes make or when I talk about some social issues and stuff that's completely me other times I get inspired from myself like I watch my old videos I'm like how can I turn this into modern time without it being similar or nothing at all sometimes it just comes out of nowhere and I don't think original actual original ideas exist anymore because no matter what you do what you come up with somebody has already came up with that yeah yeah yeah. So it's not a problem to get inspired from other people yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as you credit them yes yeah, yeah. Well, deal like that so um because every person has purpose so tell me you probably do think about it purely for passion like content creation it so started as a you? passion it's for me yeah just make myself happy okay. have a passion i have other purposes and goals from it that came eventually uh the main goal is to be fulfilled really but of course once you start getting some type of success from it though i am looking to live off of it because i i'm not I'm gonna start working a nine to five job because I love my current job and it's it's getting me uh, some financial benefits and a, a certain sense of financial security. Not quite yet because it's very difficult to get that here. Like similar amount, similar amount of uh, success that I have, if I can call that success. Let's call it similar amount of um, I don't know views or subscribers if we convert that to middle east without america for example you can live off of that you can have 
decent monthly revenue but i don't not yet at least but i would love to have that and i aim to have that because i love what i do this is my job basically so yeah you could say that's that's my second goal yeah if i start to be bored of it it starts being bad for me i don't enjoy it anymore i i would stop it but i don't think that's ever gonna happen i love it it's truly my passion so yeah yeah that and writing yeah yeah it's so good uh i think you create movies well i did their movie movies or ideas on the uh, so what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know. It just get come to my mind this idea. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't I haven't really thought about it that way. So because I, I saw really you that know. you like like because you said that deja decor metrage goodly I like Yeah, it. I'm working on new stuff too, actually. Yeah. I'm working so, on like two short movies, so Yeah. Maybe, maybe like movies generally also the message or like Kaya. It's a certain way or the other way in the uh to I guess this, I don't know. It looked like this. <laughs> and somehow it's always like this in every case, like even if The purpose is not to give a message, but you're gonna give a certain message. If you don't yeah. have a certain message in your work, then it's meaningless, basically. Sometimes it's just for fun. Like for example, the the, the short movie I made during lockdown uh three years ago, that had a lot of messages inside and it was intentional. And I had fun making that. I made it from home with other people who made their scenes from home and we made like a whole short movie and it had a lot of messages and like secrets and easter eggs and stuff and it was so fun to make i'm i'm actually that's one of the few works that i'm really proud of uh that i made other times it's doesn't really have a message especially when i was younger like when i was 16 i made uh, a whole short movie series with episodes and stuff and it was purely for fun like Okay. Uh, FBI chasing criminals there's rich people doing rich stuff and then bullets and then action so just for fun I don't know if it has messages or not I'm just doing doing that purely for fun so yeah it depends on what I'm making and okay. the purpose of it sometimes the message the message is clear especially if I make videos about social issues mm. that's that's the message I'm telling you about the social issues so Depends. Okay, great. So, uh, I want to know uh, what are the things you learned from her or the things you Yeah, this is a right question. Um, practice and a lot of YouTube videos. You can learn a lot if you search enough and know what to search for. Yeah. So, yeah, basically a lot of YouTube videos and practice. Just practice and experience. I learned most of the things I know about content creation on my own and through YouTube videos. So, yeah, that's that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, I wanna know, um, the relationship with like uh, English 
I I heard about like you said the uh, uh I want to like create content in English. It doesn't I work. used to create content in English yeah. and I'm gonna start creating content in English again. Why? Why especially in English? I love the language. I write in English and I write most of my videos in English, then convert them to Darjo. And so you think the... in English? Mm. I guess yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think simultaneously in English and in Darja. I think in both languages. Depends on what I'm thinking of or with whom I'm sitting or what I'm doing. So yeah. So I mean English yeah. is also kind of a passion. Well, it was the field of my studies. Oh. And I the very first things I started to write, I wrote them in English. Mm -hmm. I Created a lot of content in English before, like with the first content that I created and stuff. I had like an English, a second channel where, where I made content in English back in 2015, 2016, I guess. And then I ignored it and then made again other channels in 2018. We'll get back to that later. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love English. That's why I like making content in English. And I do do that a lot. Yeah. like You can express your feelings and your ideas in English. So that's... Uh, and so yeah, Definitely. You, yeah. I express myself way better in English. Yeah. personality when you speak in English. It's not like you speak Arabic. No, no, it's the same. Okay. It's, I don't think I change personalities when I speak different languages because people say I have different voices when I switch languages but I'm not sure about that I, I guess no know. I guess no <laughs> I don't know yeah. I guess no maybe like personality stays the same though so. yeah, yeah which is something good <laughs> yeah so um, tell me about like music because like uh oh I'm, yeah music yeah I don't want to talk about it because by the way I'm a musician so Okay, so, so <laughs> I started making music before I started making YouTube videos or had a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, or even had the laptop. So I started making music in 2011. I used, and bear with me here because this is funny. <laughs> so I had a game, a PS2 mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. The game is about 50 cent. You play as 50 cent, you kill a bunch of people, you you are in a gang and stuff. And in the game, when you finish the game, uh, you unlock a playlist. A playlist that has the entirety of 50 cent songs. Okay. And also it has the entirety of those songs instrumentals without 50, 50 cents vocals. So... What I used to do is write songs <laughs> to that music and then play the instrumental through the PS2. And then with a random phone, I record the music and my voice. Yeah. And make music through that. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I started making music. Why like you started making music uh, content? Because I know like a lot of people like musicians, Maybe Rush content. So 
Tell me. Um, it's basically because it's their career. Music was their career. I never, never wanted to start it, to start a career in music. I only did music for fun because I love rap music, and I started making rap music similar to Mosfi Dubilcano's rap music because that was the only person I used to listen to before 2014. Yeah. And then 2014 later, I started branching out, listening to other musicians, and then making other music. I actually didn't stop making music at all since 2011. I lost all the songs of 2011, so I only have songs from even 2012. I lost those songs too. I only have songs from 2013 to now. I have never missed a year where I did not make music or a song. I think except this year but i'm not sure if i made a song this year or not I, I would have to check but i don't think i did 2023 or did i i'm not sure so i never stopped making music um i only gotten good at making music in 2018 so it took me like a, a many years to actually be somewhat decent at it yeah before because it used i, I used to not the lyrics were normal, decent, I guess, but the, the delivery was was not it at all. Yeah. So I just made music because I wanted to make music. I liked uh, what the concept of music is, and I loved writing lyrics, and I still love writing lyrics. That's that's my favorite thing to write, I think, lyrics. Every time I write something in music, it depends on what I'm listening at the moment. Okay. So when I started, I like I said, I only listened to Lotfi Dubulcano and like Tupac and Eminem. So that was the main influence of my music. So I used to write a lot about social issues and stuff. And I was a kid, so I was writing random stuff. Didn't really mean anything. Social issues, stuff, poor people, I don't know, government, stuff like that. And then when I started branching out, I started to write music according to what I listened to. I get inspired from that. I even have some pop music sometimes, like pop-inspired music, not entirely pop, but pop-inspired music. And that was re not recent, 2019 and 2020. So it depends on what I'm listening to. So I convert that mood, that inspiration to lyrics that I write. So yeah, that's... So I have a question for you because like musician, me too, by the way, uh, we have problem uh -huh. that... You are Algerian and you listen like English music. Why do not like uh, try to sing uh, an Arabic song or Algerian song? Like to, how do you say it, to practice your like, and like show people that we have something like that. Yeah, it used to be like that. But I don't think it is anymore. I see a lot of people who enjoy foreign music and have no problem with Algerians who make foreign music so it used to be the case yeah i used to get that a lot especially in 2019 or 2018 because back then i used to make a lot of foreign music because i make music in all languages well i started making music music in arabic french and english and then i stopped making music in french so i only made it in arabic and english and i have like one song in russian that's that's a whole different subject. So I make music in both languages. Whenever I make a song in English, before it was like a problem for people, but now not anymore. So I don't I don't see that issue anymore. I think that issue resolved itself because the next generation 
are a generation of people who embraced the English language and the foreign ideologies, I guess, or yeah, culture. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, say, let's say culture. Yeah. And now for me, I can say that I never could even continue to like Algerian song, but he read music like deeply inside. Um, fans really like we have something to share it. So at least in the mix, the English or Arabic to make something special. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's work, by the way. No, we have a lot of beautiful music for Zaire. Yeah. If you explore Algerian music, we have a lot of very very beautiful music. It's just all overshadowed by awful music that has like millions upon millions of views that I don't really understand but we have we have a lot of great musicians and great music especially in uh, in shabby and also modern uh, Andalus I guess yeah yeah we also have that so yeah and a lot of uh, uh, musicians like instrument musicians we have a lot of very good talented artists in that field too yeah great so um, i want to know about um creating content for processing type promotion and like uh, advertise so tell me because we know in algeria manage with information at home so yeah that's true it is uh, um, kind of difficult even me it's like a new field for me because only recently that I started doing promotions and stuff and it's difficult to get I'm not even getting uh, promotion deals here it's not from here that I'm getting promotion deals so it's only from foreign companies and stuff so it's very difficult to get them here because people don't tr- like companies here don't trust content creators especially like it was having like an upwards progress mm-hmm. promotion content creators and stuff until the whole influencer drama happened last year and it it threw off all of the other uh, companies and yeah. uh, advertisers so they are now afraid to promote their products with the content creators and content creators are afraid to promote other products because of what happened last year it's a little difficult because uh the standards and people especially they don't buy stuff online so they don't pay mm-hmm. before receiving their products so mm-hmm. companies when they, they see that they don't see the benefit of paying a content creator to promote their content if people are not gonna buy it especially uh they, they like certainty and that's not really the way it should be. But we're getting there. It's we're progressing in that field. I think in the next year or the year after, uh, it's gonna become a lot easier and a lot more accessible, especially to content creators who are not as popular as like the biggest content creators with like five million subs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I th- I think so. Yeah. Well, I think the problem is in. You know, احنا كما تجي الشركه تتعاون معك وتتعاون ثاني معك على جد الكونتنت كرييشن تاعك ولا الكونتنت تاعك اللي راك تحطو اكثر من انه تاع نعت لي بك البرودوي لايك اي 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 شود هاف صح 
yeah, so that makes sense. Because <laughs> they have the benefit. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So it this makes is... sense. Well, like Greta, I'm no mal content creation. I assess in home television. We'll show our products and that's it. Yes and no. No, because they don't pay content creators that much. Hmm. Not really that much. She came at television. Television companies pay a lot to television yeah. because they display their products and stuff. And television content creation are two very different things. Yeah. Uh, not the same field at all. So I'm not sure. I don't know much about promotion on television and stuff, but in content creation, the people who have, let's say, the same amount of like followers and stuff as me, they're not getting paid a lot to promote like products. And sometimes companies ask for a lot and don't pay much. And mm -hmm. then they find it weird that creators don't accept those promotions other creators do because that's like the, their only source of income and i understand that you gotta make your money but also it's not very good for other content creators because the standard is a lot higher than what they're doing yeah it should be a lot higher but yeah it just needs time to progress i think oh it's like gonna be something great so about getting money money from like creation content. Which more resources as content creator that you can do them to continue to live in the For now, uh, the only source of income that I need from content creation, when I believe like brand deals, like only content creation, is just YouTube. It's the only source of income I have. Because YouTube, you have a contract with YouTube itself. Mm -hmm. And you get views, you get money. And that's it. Other platforms don't have that. It's you promote other people's products and you don't receive that often. So other platforms are not monetizable here in Algeria, except for YouTube. So that's the only source of income for a content creator like me. And it doesn't pay that much. Like, for yeah. example, um, let me take a look. I'll share with you the amount of revenue I have from uh, for this month, for example. Like, okay, so this month on my main channel, um, I had 230,000 views. So that's 230,000 views. That's 10,000 hours of watch time. Mm -hmm. So people watch my content for 10,000 hours this month. Um, can you guess how much money that generated for me? Mm -hmm. Try to make a guess. Okay. Like, like how much? Okay. It's $12. Okay. <laughs> That's $12. Okay. That's 300,000. Okay. I'm <laughs> shocked. So if I had, if I had a million views this month, yeah. and we do some calculations with this, similar rpm and stuff that's less than million of shot if you got a million views for shot yeah so to get like you're gonna have to have like five six seven million views monthly yeah and it's hard to happen um, in algeria 
Yes, and that's only for like the biggest content creators, and that they don't even like get yeah. that amount of views. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't <laughs> pay much. Not really. Very much, yeah. And for like the Kawaninter YouTube, as could you from like the for the work the problem? Yep. It's sometimes it's it doesn't make any sense. Sometimes it's too strict. Sometimes it's not strict enough, and sometimes it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever you get your video demonetized and when you get your video demonetized that means that video is not gonna generate yeah yeah money whatsoever I know. so for like the silliest reasons like very silly reasons for example i played a game that's a video game a graphic novel video game so i played that game and at some point of playing the game it's a graphic novel so it's like animated and stuff so it's already not even real um there is like a, a suicide scene and it it shows like for three seconds and it's a drawing yeah yeah that video got age restricted like only people who are 18 and older can watch it and it got demonetized and partially blocked so um yeah <laughs> i don't understand that and then I had another video on my main channel, like this, an old video. It got me a strike, a guideline strike. And because of that strike, YouTube refuses to give me like the 100,000 subscriber award. Mm, okay. And that's the only strike I got on my channel. It's because of a video where for like five seconds, you see two kids hitting each other with a plastic bottle and they were playing a game. Okay. Because of that scene, the video got taken down and deleted, and it got me a strike. Mm -hmm. And then I have another video on my main channel. It's still up to this day, and it's monetized, and it shows in details somebody stabbing their hands with, like, they were playing knife roulette, and they stabbed their hand, okay. and it bleeding and stuff. And, yeah, YouTube found no problem with that, <laughs> and it's monetized and stuff. So, like I said, it doesn't make any sense, Yeah, and sometimes it's too harsh. And yeah, so yeah, it it does have and give me a lot of problems when uh, that happens. Guidelines and stuff. Yeah, we could to write them like email, like to go why. As my attack, like to see it on the the option heady. Yes, they actually do. Okay. YouTube is the only platform. That's the only like. That's the the thing. I like YouTube the most about is the only platform where they reply. If I want to talk to a YouTube worker right now, because I have an issue, I can do that. I can open up. I don't even have to wait for emails. I can open up a creator chat and a human will talk to me like, yes, what seems to be the problem? I can explain my problems. They chat with me. And if it needs further, um, uh, further tending to, they would email me on my email and we would, uh, work things out there and that helped me a lot actually when I got my channel hacked in 2020 I talked to a YouTube I, I actually tweeted at YouTube and they replied and they reached out to me and they restored everything once I provided enough information and stuff and whenever I have a problem or I have a question they reply yeah. the customer service for YouTube is the best because other platforms they never reply Mm. Not a single other platform replied to me except for YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually 
a good thing about them. I guess for you, YouTube is the best application, I guess. Yeah, of course. I started making content on YouTube and I still make content on YouTube. That's my main platform. I would give the other platforms up to continue make content on YouTube. That's the only platform I actually truly care about. Yeah. Like, even if I don't have as many subscribers as I have, I would hate to hate. Uh, I would hate to lose my channel. Like, if I have like 500 subscribers and I lose my YouTube channel, it would be the same impact as if I lose it now. Yeah. You know, it's important to me. Other platforms, I can start from scratch. It's not a problem. But YouTube is, I don't know, it holds a special place in my heart. So, yeah. yeah. What do you think about Instagram? Because like most of content creators, they hate Instagram a lot. Um, I think that's just a trend. I don't hate Instagram. Instagram is a good platform. It just every platform is a good platform, and at the same time, it is a bad platform too. It depends on how you use it and what kind of content you consume. So, for example. Most people don't like TikTok. Most people say TikTok has like bad content. If I open TikTok right now with no account, I will see that awful content that people are referring to. But if I open my 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 account, I'm not going to see it because that's not the content I consume. So it really depends on what you consume, what you watch, what you follow. I like Instagram. It's uh, it's it's the platform that lets me interact with my community the most. It's the easiest place where I can talk to my community, answer questions, answer messages, reach out to people. People reach out to me there. It has good features. I like Instagram. I think it's just a trend to hate Instagram. Hating TikTok, I can kind of understand it because you have to... It, it takes some time for TikTok to adjust to what you consume so I can see why people hate it. But Instagram, I don't really see a reason for it because if those creator, creators are complaining about Instagram, leave it. Why yeah. do you create content? There? They why leave it, by the way. They leave it. <laughs> I know a lot of people they leave Instagram because of this. Like, they say that Instagram is Like problem story That's true. Yeah. That's actually true. It does. Yeah. It's still not really a reason to criticize it much. And when I said people who don't like Instagram, they should leave it. I'm talking about the creators who criticize Instagram. No, they don't really leave the platform. They have accounts, they have followers there, they get money from promoting products there. They're not leaving it. But if they're complaining about it, leave it. Yeah, yeah. I don't true. know. Yeah, it's true. just my opinion, I guess. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I want to know uh, about like because you said that Instagram and like like to talk with them. So tell me. Yeah, like I said, on Instagram, uh, it lets me interact with people who want to interact with me the most, and I don't know. I don't think. Other content creators do that. Some other content creators, like friends that I have that are content creators, they don't do what I do. They say it's very consuming. It's time consuming and unnecessary. I agree, but I at the same time, I don't really agree. Yes, it's time consuming. Sometimes it takes me hours to do that, but I, I don't know. I feel like I have to. I reply to basically every single 
message that I need to reply to. Yeah. Uh, like no, asking me that. questions yeah. or reaching out to me. And yeah. I also read every single comment that, that I receive. Mm. So I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, whether it's unnecessary or necessary or whether it's important or not. It is important to interact with your community not as intensely and as much as I do. I know that's unnecessary, but I do it anyway. But it is necessary to communicate with them and interact with them because they are watching you. Yeah. So you have to kind of know what they're into, what they want to see from you and why they support you Yeah. Or, or what type of criticism they have towards you. So you could fix that if you see that it is actually a problem. So yeah, it helps you improve actually. So yeah. I like it. And I think I'm going to say that yeah, it, it does. It's true. Uh, main criticism I, I used to get a lot, well, I didn't used to get until I started getting it a lot, is harsh language, not, not, not harsh language, harsh expressions that I use sometimes when I'm criticizing someone and I recognize that I actually um, noticed that in myself and I toned it down I stopped doing that like when I'm criticizing someone who did something awful I often used to straight out a subject and start like being too harsh about it when yeah, I, I shouldn't be yeah. Yeah, I learned not to do that so yeah I agree you do learn stuff about yourself yeah So, what do you think about content creator or the content creator in our community in Algeria? Um, again, it depends on what content you consume because there are a lot of really good content creators in Algeria. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. like the rise of content creation because it's happening at a rapid pace now. Yeah. It's also happening, it's also backfiring because a lot of content creators who I don't even want to call them content creators. They they don't create anything. They just they just do a lot of very bad stuff, and they're yeah. praised for it, and they're followed for it, and that's a problem. But there are also, on the other hand, a lot of very good content creators that I like watching, and I follow, I interact with, and they're providing very good content. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's why the content is better, and the like next. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's definitely progress. And it's, it's getting a lot better. I think it's only going up from now. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Yeah, Hopefully. I guess. Hopefully. Yes. I hope. Yes. So now I want to talk about like a content creator who like write a book. It's not like a normal book. Like there's business. So tell me about the story about that. Um, I actually posted a video detailing the story of how I started to write the book or got okay. inspired from it. I posted it. So yeah, I could give you like a brief summary of it. So basically it was in college. Mm -hmm. I used to write even in high school and stuff. I write a lot. Currently, right now I'm writing two additional books. I'm writing a random book with AI because I'm trying something with my community. So that's, that's different. Also writing a manga or a comic book if We call it comic books. I'm writing a lot of stuff currently, and the the next book, like the the last week, uh, the book I already published, 
And the story of that book is um, I was in college. That was, I think it was the first day of college that I got inspired to write that book, actually. It was introduction in in a certain class. Teacher was introduction themselves, and they were um other students were introduction introducing introduction introducing themselves and i introduced myself and then i slept on the table waiting for other people to introduce themselves um i, I was not really interested first year of college i didn't really care about studying that much at all and then until like a girl introduced herself and she started talking about how she believed in mermaids and unicorns and stuff and that caught my attention yeah and then people were people other people and students were weirded out about it the teacher was was confused because um a college student just admitted to believing in mermaids and unicorns and stuff and some other people laughed i, I was it caught my attention like i woke up i was intrigued so i took a piece of paper i wrote basically the first page of that book because yeah. it was funny and it was interesting. So I wrote the first page of, of that book about a girl who believes in mermaids. And then um, at the end of, of class, I gave her the paper. I was like, uh, at first I poked fun at, fun at her. I was like, uh, like I told her, so you believe in mermaids and stuff. She got a little embarrassed. And then I was like, just you inspired this thing and then she asked me to finish the book so i promised to finish the book so i did three years later so yeah. i kept writing it until i finished writing the book and then i hit the book until two years later in 2021 where i re-edited revisited the book and re-edited it and published it eventually yeah so yeah it took me three years to write it and then two years for completely forgot about it. And then I published it five years later. Quick reaction to your audience about the book. Most, if not all people who actually read the book loved it. And I'm grateful for that. And people were really excited about the book. And that, that put a smile, a smile on my face because I wasn't really sure whether people would like it or not. I didn't care much if people would like it or not because I wanted to publish that book and I published it for myself um, and then for the audience because I was like, why not? I'm going to publish the book anyway. And the feedback was positive mostly and I'm grateful for that. They loved it. And it's their feedback is what inspired me to work even harder and further on the book. That's why I'm writing the, the next uh, the next volume of the book and developing the language that I made up in the book. Yeah. Basically. So, yeah. So, I like it. Because, like, to create a language for, for a book, it's something great. And... How, how, how was very, it? How was it? And, and <laughs> very difficult, too. I know, I know. It's so Very. Difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. I'm still in the process of laying out all the rules and stuff and i'm still in the process of yeah. coming up with words and phrases and expressions for the specific language like i already created the main and most important stuff about it but i'm still far 
far from finishing it. Main inspiration for creating the language of the species that I wrote in my book was Game of Thrones, actually. I did not watch all of Game of Thrones. I'm stuck in season three, I, I think, but the the High Valerian and the, the Targaryen languages, they inspired me to search for language creation stuff. Then I found out a lot about it. Actually, the, the creator of uh, the languages in Game of Thrones has a video on YouTube explaining the process of creating language, coming up with what type of language you want it yeah. to be because there are several types of languages. It's not random. And yeah, it helped a lot. And I'm still in the process of creating it and it's very, very difficult. I thought I would be finished with it like six months ago, but I wasn't because it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. I yeah. like it. It's another word, I guess. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, is it hard انك, like, to create a book or story or publish it The creation process, to be honest, it wasn't very difficult for me because, um, except when I have writer's block. Mm. When I have that, it frustrates me because sometimes I just want to write, but I can't. But when I don't, it's very easy for me to write and then I can visit it, revisit it later, re-edit it. The publishing part, though, is the difficult part because there are a lot of very, very bad publishing houses in Algeria. They take advantage of the writers. They don't benefit the writers much. They don't care about the writer. Yeah. They, don't, they don't hold up their end of the deal most of the time. And the publishing, the like the biggest publishing houses, you you don't even if they have how to the ways to contact them, even if you go to them to the locations, then you don't really have contact with them. And often, most of the time, they ask you to send your work via email, and you'll have to wait three to four months until they revise it and stuff because they have a lot of other things to do or or whatever. They don't really care about independent writers. Yes, I know. Not much. And I just, like I said, um, because I know that it's so difficult. I know that some uh, I don't know, I guess, in Arabic. Mm. Yeah. So, they benefit your creation. They exploit the writers. Yeah. They exploit them a lot. And if you don't pay enough attention, if you don't, uh, if you're not careful enough, they will steal your work. They yeah. will take credit yeah. for it. They will uh, protect it under their names. And then you don't have the right to your creation anymore. Well, that's if you're not careful enough. Yeah. And also they will exploit you a lot. In my case, it didn't happen really because I got my money's worth, but it still was not worth it to work with that specific publishing house because they didn't hold hold up their end of the deal except mm -hmm. for giving me the books that, that I ordered. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, they didn't do anything that they said they would do, mm -hmm. anything that we signed for. I could take them to court and win, but it's too much trouble and it's too much money for basically nothing. So... I just, it doesn't matter really. Yeah. But I didn't get any benefits. I just got my books 
and I didn't get the full quantity of my books until like three months later. Uh, so I had to sell my books myself. Mm. And I did, thankfully, because I have an audience. But yeah. if I was an independent writer with no audience, I would be stuck with those books and a lot of wasted money. Yeah. So I think me being in my position is what prevented me from having that issue. And I've had other people like a year later contacting me and asking me about that same publishing house. Well, they only asked me when it was too late. They showed me the contract and they took a lot of money from them when it was not necessary. So it's just bad. There are a lot of bad actors. That's why I, my book is not published yet. Like it was published. Yeah. I sold the copies I had and mm -hmm. then I republished it a second time as a second edition myself independently mm -hmm. with, without a publishing house. And it took me a lot of resources and it's also difficult to do it on your own. Very difficult. Oh. Um, I'm still looking for a publishing house, a worthy publishing house where they publish my books my book for me and put them in libraries for me where I don't have to sell the copies myself. And once I find that, I will republish my book permanently this time. So yeah, it is. Uh, you just have to be careful and search. My mistake was not searching enough and can't like doing the work online. Like I didn't, because this publishing house is not near me so i had to negotiate everything online and that was my mistake so mm. and i didn't search enough uh, next time i will so yeah yeah كاين عباد بزاف حبسوا لهم الكرييشن تاعهم بسبب هذا الشيء عاد يقول لك i don't want to create i want to still like in peace without problem and get what i want yeah yeah but then again you can publish Outside of Algeria, I have my book published on Amazon. It's very easy to do it there. Very easy to publish on Amazon Kindle. And it's available there. People can buy my book online to either to read it online or to have a copy of the book delivered to their houses from through Amazon. It's a little more expensive than just buying it from here. Yeah. But it's the only way that my book is currently published. So it's published outside of Algeria. And it's kind of convenient because it's in English. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I promote it enough, I'm not really promoting it so. Yeah, okay. Is it expensive in the like to create a book? Or to write a book? Um no, to write a book is not expensive. You just write Yeah, just write like, like yeah. <laughs> just write the book. <laughs> I guess what would be expensive is to find an editor to edit the book for you, search for mistakes and stuff. But I did that to my like I did that myself because um, it's my field, so I didn't have an issue with it. Okay. I corrected my book myself. I did everything myself. The publishing house did not do work; they only published the book. I edited the book myself. I corrected the mistakes myself. I. Uh, revised the book myself and I also provided the the cover pictures and the blurb and everything myself mm -hmm. they only printed the book and that process could be like uh, the expensive process because it's expensive to 
for some people, it would be expensive to publish the book because you're not, if, if you publish it, like you pay them, they publish, like they, they produce a certain amount of books and they send, they send them to you to resell them. Yes, it would be expensive for you because you're not going to get your money back immediately. You're going to have to spend money and then wait for people to buy your book. Yeah. As in other publishing houses, you, you sign the contract and then they start selling your book and you collect your money at the end of the year and they mm -hmm. collect their share of the money too. That's the better way to publish the book. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I want to ask you about like uh, content creation. Um, no, in my opinion, not really. The only reason I have a manager is because the manager is my friend and okay. it's his work. So I, my friend happens to be a manager. So why not manage my content as well? That's the only reason I have a manager. Otherwise, um, not really. And he, he only became my manager like two years ago. Before mm -hmm. that, I didn't have, I, I did everything myself. I still do everything myself. And he does like the, I don't know, the finance stuff that he deals with brands and stuff. And he talks to yeah. people who has like collaborations and stuff, except for that, I do everything myself. I don't see, I don't think you need, a, a manager is good. There are a lot of benefits to having a manager, especially a good one. But if you can't really afford a manager, you shouldn't get a manager and spend all your money on a manager. Yeah, You can do it yourself. Just have more confidence and do it as a passion. Yeah. If you start making content because you want to make money off of content or because you want to become famous and you don't have any joy in making the content you do, you're going to get bored very fast and you're going to hate it very fast because you're going to be looking for results and you're not going to have them yeah you're not going to have results right when you start it's very rare yeah oh yeah yeah okay i guess uh, like i don't know why um okay so <laughs> um Oh, it's not it's not really a difficult question because whenever I get asked this question I think about it mandish uh ambition hope I have goals because I believe in achieving those goals I don't have hopes hope and theory as they say in quantum mechanics will only take you so far yeah practice and if you have a dream I, that's why I don't like to call them dreams if you have a dream, Turn it into a goal because when you have a dream, you're going to have hope. I hope to achieve this dream. You're not going to do anything about it or you're hardly going to do anything about it. But if you turn that same dream into a goal, this is the goal I'm going to achieve. This is not a dream that I have. This is a goal. This is a reality. Yeah. Then you're going to believe it. And when you believe it's a reality, you're going to start working on it because my ultimate goal from all of this, because and this has been ever since... I was, I think, 13 years old, 12 years old, because before that I wanted to become an architect and then I studied languages. So yeah, that's that was impossible. Yeah. 
to become an architect. And my brother did that for me, I guess, because he he became an art an architect eventually. So I think it's enough. Anyway, so ever since I was like 12 years old or like 13 years old, I wanted to become a movie director, a movie creator. I wanted to make movies. Okay. Not just make short movies, like things on YouTube. I wanted to make movies. Mm-hmm. And eventually uh, an Oscar is what became my goal. Okay. It started as a dream. And I was like, no, this is achievable. We have directors, Algerian directors, who were nominated for Oscars. They could have won it. And we actually have an Oscar yeah. uh, for the movie Z. I think it was in 1967. I'm not very sure. I could be wrong about the date, but we have an Oscar. Yeah. It's achievable. It's doable. It's not impossible. And it's not uh, a dream. It is a goal. So that's the ultimate goal. Make movies and make movies so good that I'd get an Oscar for it. If eventually, if by the time I do that, the Oscar is still relevant. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's the answer to that yeah. question. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's good. I, 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 can, I can say that I have like the same goals. But another, uh, but I'm opposite. Because I'm not, I'm not really into movies, but I want to like do an animation film. Yeah, you could get an Oscar in animation, actually. Yeah, yeah. So it's my goals and I'm working for it. So I hope I can achieve it. That's great. Yeah. That's very great. Yeah. You're a musician and you have ambition in animation. I think the only thing I haven't done yet is animation. Like my prop, like my own animation. It's because I have no idea how to animate things. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, the reason I didn't make. But animation. when I search in like to how I can like create an a scene animation, um, it's not hard. Like, can show for how hard, but it's, it's no, it's not hard. It's time consuming. Yeah, it's time consuming. We like it's like you should like uh, you cannot like work yeah, This is of course. Part. Yeah. Yeah, but to learn that, the learning process is very time-consuming. I don't have that kind of time, so <laughs> it's not something I'm going to do. Maybe I'll do it as a collaboration eventually, yeah. and I'll get that under the type of things that I've done. Yeah. Hopefully, because like I said, if you ask me any type of content, I probably did it at some point. Yeah. So yeah, thank sorry. you again for accepting the invitation. It was a pleasure to talk with you, Allah. So thank you for having me here. It was yeah. it was very fun. I had a lot of fun and it was uh, my pleasure to be here. Thank yeah. you so much. You're welcome.